previously on the Earth Rangers podcast. Adelia Goodwin, world-renowned conservationist, has not been heard from in over 10 years? What? No, 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 that, that, that can't be right. Emma found a journal of the legendary wildlife biologist Adelia Goodwin, who went missing under mysterious circumstances. Uh, hi, Lucas. Sorry, I won't be there for lunch. I'm actually going to be away for a while. I've got something really important to take care of. Armed with the journal, Emma set off on a quest to find out what happened to Adelia. Uh, did you say Earth Ranger? Uh, yes. Hi, I'm Sajan. Maybe I can help you. Her first clue brought her to the jungles of Sri Lanka, where with the help of Sajan, the park guide, she found some missing diary pages that included important information about where to continue the search. But under the cover of dusk, her beloved travel companion, Sonic the Barn Owl, has disappeared. Sonic? Uh, I don't know. Sonic, where are you? Sonic! Uh, try not to panic, Kema. Uh, where did you see him last? Uh, well, I mean, he was here when we saw the sloth bear. At least, I think. You know what? I don't actually know when I saw him last. Uh, I mean, after we got off the motorcycle, he was with us, but then... I can't really remember. What are we going to do? Okay, uh, we are going to find him and get you on your way to Nepal. Nepal? Yes, don't you remember? Delia said she was heading to the world's highest place, Mount Everest. Oh, right, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just so worried about Sonic. Uh, Sonic! Sonic! Oh, you know what? There is one thing I haven't tried yet. Oh, where did I put it? Come on, come on. Ah, here it is. You're going to want to cover your ears. Okay. Let me see. <gasps> that was uh, interesting. <laughs> Thanks. Now we wait. Does that usually work? I hope so. He'll know it was me. And it might help him find his way back if he's lost. Hey, wait. What's that over there? Is that... Is that... <gasps> Sonic! <gasps> Sonic, buddy! All right, he's back. Where'd you go? Well, I guess we may never know. I knew I brought this for a reason. <laughs> now we can finally continue our journey. Hey, Sajin, would you be able to give us a lift back to my plane? It's the least I could do for a fellow Earth Ranger. Thank you, Sajin. Thanks for everything. You're both welcome. Hop on. Sagarmatha National Park. Sagarmatha is actually
actually what the Nepalese people call Mount Everest. All right, we've just reached our cruising altitude. Let me just adjust the throttle and engage the autopilot. That's better. Hey, will we finish our flight, why didn't I tell you about some of the wonderful creatures I hope to see on this trip to Nepal? There's a bunch, and they're all really cool. What's the size of a house cat? Looks like a cross between a panda and a raccoon and has red fur and whiskers. If you guessed a red panda, consider yourself an animal expert. Red pandas live in Nepal and China, and although they share a name and love for bamboo with the well-known black and white pandas, they're not actually related. Red pandas are reddish in color. They have striped tails like raccoons, and they only weigh about six kilograms. They're also really good climbers and spend a lot of time in trees. Their thick fur helps to protect them against cold weather. These sweet little pandas make chirping sounds, which frankly, just makes them more adorable. <laughs> the white-bellied or Himalayan musk deer. These shy mountain dwellers are quite small, only about 60 centimeters tall at the shoulder. Male musk deer have really, really long upper teeth that act as tusks and are used to fight other males. Musk deer get their name from the musk the male produces from a gland on their abdomens. Musk is highly valued in China and used in perfumes and soaps. So sadly, this little deer has been hunted extensively and is now endangered. Snow leopards are stealthy, silent, and mysterious. They're so mysterious, in fact, that they're often called ghosts of the mountain. As you might imagine, living in freezing cold temperatures means that this big cat has a thick, furry coat. In fact, their fur is 12 centimeters long on their stomach. Snow leopards also have built-in snowshoes. Their paws are large and wide, helping them to walk silently and quickly across the snow. Unlike many of its large feline relatives, the snow leopard can't roar. Instead, it mostly chirps, yowls and chuffs, which is kind of like snuffling. I would love to see a snow leopard, but my chances are really low. Snow leopards don't usually come anywhere near people. Okay, Earth Rangers, I'm getting pretty close to Lukla. I wish you could see the gorgeous green peaks we're flying over. We're headed right into the towering Himalayas. I'm flying at an altitude of 8,000 feet, and the mountains are looming like a huge wall in front of me. Nepal is just stunning. When I get to Lekla, I'll have to take some time to acclimate. It's at a much higher altitude than I'm used to, so that means I'll have to take it slow and give my body a chance to get used to the thinner air. Hmm. Let me take one more look at the journal before we arrive to see if I can find any hints I might have missed. Hmm. Check this out. This must be Adelia's boarding pass from her flight to Lekla. She taped it into her journal. Look, she drew some really small doodles on it, probably during the flight to steady her nerves. Oh, wait. She wrote something in this corner. Sometimes, we think we're going to find one thing, but we end up discovering something totally different. New friends pop up in the most interesting places. Hmm, pretty cryptic. I'm not sure how that's supposed to help me, but I can't think about it right now. Nope. Right now, it is time for me to focus, because this is going to be the trickiest part of the entire journey, the landing. 
maybe the trickiest landing of my entire life. <sighs> yeah, you're right, Sonic. It is a big challenge to land in Lukla, even for super experienced pilots like me. Lukla is often called the most dangerous airport in the world. It's really hard to take off and land here because the runway is very short and it's located on the side of a mountain. Also, you have to fly between mountains to reach it. Oh, and due to high altitude, it's often really windy, like it is today. Whew, oh boy. Okay, I can see the runway. I'm gonna pull up the flaps. Got it? Now I just have to line Bessie up here and... Oh, landing gear, landing gear, can't forget that. <laughs> Landing gear deployed and locked. Ooh, that was close. All right, come on, Bessie, you can do it. Just hang in there, girl. You just need to keep steady. in the world. Somebody give me a medal. <laughs> well, after that harrowing landing, I think I deserve a treat. But I don't get to rest just yet. Mm -mm. First, I have to hike up to the guest house where we'll be staying. Let me just grab my backpack. Slip up my windbreaker. This mountain wind is really chilly compared to the warm jungles of Sri Lanka. Don't forget to close the door. Oh, and... There, here's the path we have to take. Whoa, that's a long climb up. Well, at least at the end of the trail, we'll have something nice to eat. It's been quite the journey so far. You know what I'm excited to try while I'm here? Traditional Nepalese foods. Mm-hmm, I'm thinking dalbat, which is rice and lentils, or spiced milk tea. Oh, they'll be so warm and comforting. And dumplings, they're called momo. Mm getting hungry just thinking about them. Oh, and I'm sure we'll find a mouse for you, Sonic. Don't worry. Whew. I see what they mean about the thin air. We've still got a bit of a trek ahead of us, and unfortunately, it looks like the weather isn't going to be on our side. The clouds are rolling in and blocking any views I have of the mountains. Whew. Hey, you know what? Here's a great way for us to pass the time. Let me check my phone to see if we've received any new submissions for the Junior Wildlife Reporters Contest. All right, a brand new clip just came in. Let's check it out. Hello, Earth Rangers. I'm Shield with my junior wildlife report. Today, I'm going to tell you about the Keyway. Amazon River Dolphin. Junior wildlife reporters. G'day, mate. My name is Harvey, and I'm nine years old. As you might have guessed, I'm reporting live from Narrabri country in Australia. Who am I? I have webbed feet, a duck's bill, and a beaver's tail. That's right, I'm Boondabara, otherwise known as a platypus. Platypuses are different from mammals because they are monotremes, which means they lay eggs but feed their babies milk. Platypuses are well adapted to their semi-aquatic lifestyle because they can also walk on land. Platypuses forage for aquatic invertebrates and eat for up to 12 hours per day. 
They can stay underwater for 2 minutes and 20 seconds before needing to come up for air. Male platypuses have a sharp venomous spurs about 12 millimetres long on each ankle. They use this spur to defend themselves from predators or other platypuses. Although the platypus is not an endangered species, the numbers in the wild are declining and they need our protection. That's all I have for now. Hooroo, like a kangaroo. Whoa, that was such a great segment. Thank you so much for sending your report, Harvey. Platypuses are the best. (laughs) Did you know that the first time a platypus was brought from Australia to Britain, people could not believe that it was a real animal? It's true. They thought a trickster had sewn two animals together. I have to agree. They are pretty funny looking. Anyways, listeners, there's still time for you to send me your submissions for the Junior Wildlife Reporters Contest. Just go to earthrangers.com slash podcast and click on the leave us a message button. I can't wait to hear your reports. Wow, I was so busy listening to it, I stopped paying attention to where I'm going. Where am I going? I can't see anything. The fog is incredible here. It's like walking around in a cloud. guest house we're staying at should be just around this corner. At least I hope so. I don't think I can hike much further. Oh, let's see. I, I think... Oh, yeah, there it is. Whoa, we're here, finally. Okay, sure, I'm exhausted and I can't see the mountains because of the incredible amount of fog. And sure, my feet hurt and I'm starving, but... Who cares? We've arrived! Let's have a delicious dinner and then it's off to bed for me. like a log. Morning, Sonic. Oh, I know, I know. Sonic's letting me know that it's time for us to continue our quest and follow in Adelia's tracks. You know, it's quite possible that she stayed in this very room on her way to Mount Everest. Let me just open up the curtains and let some light in so that we can... goodness. Sonic, are you seeing what I'm seeing? What? What is this? What has Emma so thoroughly speechless? What surprise is waiting outside her window? And how will her quest for Adelia continue? Tune in next time to find out. Jess, this is a message for all the 6 Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? 
There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago, and it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.